Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. A radiophonic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosa Fem. Hola, hola, welcome back to Locatora Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back to Brown Girl Hour. This is Diosa. And this is Malan. We are Las Locatoras. Yes, we are Las Mamis of Myth and Bullshit. Locatora Radio is a podcast archiving the brilliance, geniuses, and legacies of women and femmes of color. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> and this is Capitulo 25. Yes. We just keep rolling along. I am so excited. And I mean, this is a significant um, episode because, you know, we just recently celebrated our 24th episode, meaning we celebrated our one year anniversary. Yes, it has been an amazing, amazing few weeks since we last recorded, since we last recorded with La Loba, which was amazing. Um, And since then, we have had so many things happen that we would just want to update y'all on. We've been really busy. We've been so busy trying to catch our breath, um, but we're so blessed, so excited. So first things first, we had the release of our We Are Me Too video. Oh my God. First of all, it was really difficult for us to sit on this information and not leak the secret that we had this video. Especially for my life, because y'all know how she is. <laughs> it's hard for me to keep a secret, and I forget what things are secrets right. and what things I'm not supposed to talk <laughs> I about. I constantly have to remind her, like, Mala, please do not share this. It's a secret. It's a secret. Um, but, you know, we actually filmed this back in April, and yes. my hair was still purple, so it was, it's been a while. We've been through a couple changes since then. I agree. A few um, changes, actually. A few changes. 
partner changes, hair, hair changes, color changes, all kinds of shit, mood changes, all of that, attitude changes. Exactly. <laughs> um, so super, super excited that we finally got to share that with all of y'all. And of course, shout out to Jasmine Ontiveros from We Are Me Too for approaching us, for creating something so beautiful with us, and oh then for the for the camera person, the videographer, Ernie. Ernie. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to him as well. Thank you to that little team. And then, of course, to Espacio and Mi Vida for allowing us to film there. To film, to record. As always, like, this is really our podcast. Locatora Radio is really a community effort. We've had so many people help us. And just all, like, just people, like, who are friends, who do community work, just, like, and who really, like, are not asking or expecting for anything in return. But we have, like, our undying gratitude. And, you know, like, we try and... And make sure that we're developing these relationships in our communities. And that's the only reason why we're able to do what we do. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, I was super nervous. I was sharing with Mala. I was super nervous a few days prior to the Me Too video to be released because I was worried about the comment section. Oh, my God. The comment section. First of all, Me Too, like, they create some... You can see that they're really trying to create work for marginalized communities within the Latinx community, within the Latino community. But anytime there's anything that says Latinx, anything there's something gender nonconforming, trans, queer, femme, or just about women in general. Social justice. Social justice. The men in the comments, and sometimes Ooh. the women as well, but more so the men, the comments are awful. They can't handle it. They cannot handle it. They don't it. like it. They talk a bunch of shit. They say they're going to unfollow me too. That Please do. Right? <laughs> and it just, you know, unfortunately, the comment section is like, sometimes will remind you where people are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was having a conversation with, there are two Jasmines at me too, right? right? There's Jasmine Ontiveros who did our, our video, the podcast video. And there's another filmmaker, Jasmine Garcia. And um, she was telling me that, you know, but that's part of the work is like, you know, we want to be reaching those people who, totally. who do have the, those stereotypes and that hate because that's where the educating needs to happen. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Um, but I think for the most part, our video, at least in the comment sections, was well received. Oh, yeah. People, loved, a lot of people it, loved it. A lot of it was like mujeres tagging their homegirls. Yeah. Which I, I thought was really cute. Yeah. And there were a few like comments from men that were super annoying uh, there were a just couple. a few there weren't too many yeah but one of them one of them <laughs> he said that um and this one was great because first of all keep in mind who we are we're these two like young women we're in our 20s we have our little podcast we have our little instagram mm-hmm. like we're having fun this dude who left a comment is like this Latino who's like in his he's middle age, he's like in his fifties, like studied art. I mean, you know I had to do my research. He was of talking course. shit, so I needed to know Absolutely. who was behind the shit talking. Yeah. You, know? you need your ammunition. And so he's this older Latino man who studies art, and his comment was that we were promoting like frivolity and that we were banal and that we were just like um what else did he say? Superficiality. Yeah. That we were promoting no, superficialism. Superficialism. Yeah. I just pulled up the comment. Oh, yeah. Pull up the comment, girl. Let's read Let's read the comments. Uh, well, the comment was just promoting superficialism and banality. First of all, sir, you are not our intended audience in any way, shape, or form. No. In fact, we're very explicit in that we don't give a shit if you listen or you don't. Right. We really, it's not about you. Right. Secondly, superficialism is not a word, professor. Let's talk about being superficial, you know? Let's talk about vocabulary. And third, like, you don't have any more important things to do. This is true. You know what I mean? This is true. So that was funny. Shout out to you, sir. And also, like, there weren't... Like, even though we're we're very femme-presenting and, like, we do wear makeup and in the video we're getting ready to meet up, like, nowhere in the video do we talk about makeup. No, we don't you know, discuss aesthetics we're, we're at all. discussing the podcast. Yes. So it was just really confusing. You know, apparently you can't be smart and also wear makeup, which is, we know that that is a thing that people say. That is a thing that people say. Yeah. It's like, can I not get ready for my day exactly. without being insulted? Exactly. Like, what the hell? It was annoying, but for the most part, it was well received. It was so well received. we're super thankful, super happy. Thank you to everyone that shared it. Yes, thank you, thank you for showing our video love, and we love it. We I love think it. it's a good representation of us. I agree. And then, and then we did a twenty-four hour turnaround. Oh God! 
to Sonoma. We had a busy week. We had an Jesus. a really, really busy week. Lord. Let us let us discuss. So we went up to Sonoma State. We drove up and back um, basically like in the same day. Yeah. And um, it was really fun. We picked up Ruben, queer Chicano Cheese on the way, and we almost gave him a heart attack and a panic attack. Pobrecito, I'm like so sorry <laughs> that we stressed you out. I know. We were running late and fucking Mala, homegirl over here. <laughs> we were like in traffic and we were all stressed. And she thought, and our event was at 5 o'clock, and she was like, why is everyone so stressed out? It Honestly. starts at 6. And we were like, bitch, it starts <laughs> at 5. So homegirl didn't even know what time our event was. But, but you we, know, got there. we got there. We got there a little bit late on Brown Girl Hour, per usual, on Locatora time. But the students were so cute. The students were great. And they were, you know, they were just excited to see us. And they um, were very engaged and had lots of questions. And they waited for us, which yeah. we all appreciate. So we appreciate when y'all wait for us. Thank you, Sonoma State, for waiting for us. Yes, and thank you to the organizers that brought us out. And the organizers that brought us out were were mujeres or Latinas yes, who have we, their own group there yeah, on campus. Malks, it's like mujeres en acción, letras, letras and and sociales, and something else. Something. I know that Malks is like a big deal, so I'm sorry that yeah, so we sorry. don't remember the acronym. <laughs> but thank you but for having you. us. Yeah. yeah. So that was Sonoma State. Yeah, Sonoma State. A couple days later. A couple days later. We had our one-year anniversary, our locaversary, in it, collaboration with La Junta. It was so fun. It was so much fun. It was so fun. First of all, Lord. there was a line to get in. Which we were not anticipating. We honestly, we were like, we had no idea what to expect for the party. We were like, we know that we have, like, locamores that yeah. are, are going to come through for us. But right. we really had no idea how many people were going to show up, who was going to show up, anything. We just, like, put out the best intentions. And we're like, a ver qué pasa. And it worked. And it worked. There was a line to get in. It was so packed. And it was so funny because Mala was like, how do we know who our locamores are? And I was oh, like, knew. I was like, all the girls with the bomb ass makeup <laughs> and the cute outfits. That's all the, how we know. All the fine ass femmes. Everybody who showed up looking fine as hell and yep. so cute. We knew right away. Somebody walked in and we were like, listener. We were like, yep, we know. That is a listener. We knew. And um, what Maya and I were talking about there was so cute that mujeres were there. Some of y'all were there with your partners, with your boyfriends. Oh, my God. And these men that y'all were with, your partners, your booze, were, like, taking your photos. They were so into it. They were, like, telling telling us how much they their girlfriend, their partner likes the podcast and how they talk to them about it. And there were and several different couples. Well, first yes. of all, it was so funny because there was this one couple who, they were clearly older than us yes. and they were married. And me and Diosa were standing there together next to our little merch table. We were selling our hats and our stickers and everything. And then the mujer comes up to us and she was like, can my husband get a picture with you guys? My husband loves you. He loves the podcast. It was so cute. And then he was like, yeah, my favorite capitulo es la otra. I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. And then we were. I was walking past the bar and some guy basically like tapped me on my shoulder and he was like, my girlfriend is too shy to ask for a picture, but she loves you guys. She loves the podcast. Can I get a picture? That happened with a couple yeah, different dudes yeah. with their girlfriends. It was so cute. And then just like long, long time listeners that have like engaged with us. And it was so funny because someone looked familiar and she introduced me, she introduced herself to me with her name. And I was like, hold on. What's your IG handle? Exactly. What's your handle? And then I was like, yes, girl, I know exactly who you are. Um, so it was just super cute. It was fun. And we had people who came in from out of town. Yes. I want to thank um, Monica, Monica from coming in from up north. From SB, SB for coming in from I think Davis. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh th- yes. There were a bunch. There were people who were here from Washington State. Shout out, Shout Washington! Out. There were all kinds of people, <laughs> and we were at capacity. We were um, at capacity. You know, it was just really fun. Everybody danced. Some of our listeners. It was really cute seeing the little connections being made amongst the locamores. Oh, yes. I saw two of my locamores dancing getting it, together. Getting it. There were some love connections happening. Was some, it was just such a queer femme POC event. It was so amazing but there was some drama at the beginning there was some drama in the beginning there was a little bit of drama so if y'all were there well even if you weren't there there was like a little room that was meant for just our locamores so that y'all could sit down have your own tables 
and we could also have our merge so that y'all could like have a little space away from the dance floor right we get there and the owner is like or whomever the manager is like oh no that was reserved for another group Boo. so our friends at La Junta were very upset and were like we had booked this months ago because just so y'all know we have been planning this since July right so this has been this party has been in the works for months so everything was like booked basically and then they were like oh well they're lawyers and they're coming in and Priscilla from La Junta was like you all have no idea how many people are coming out yep. like you do not want to be doing this right now yep. they underestimated us they really underestimated us because it turns out they told La Junta that they were not prepared for the amount of people that were going to be there the bartenders like had their ass handed to yep. them they ran out of glassware they like we reached capacity so and that was all possible because of y'all yes. so thank you so much we have the best fucking listeners it was like, like honestly like the party of my dreams it was fun it we was fun a time and thank you to la junta for surprising us with an a little cake yes it was so cute and they like saying happy anniversary to us our look anniversary it was beautiful it was beautiful and you know what i hope we throw more parties we will throw more parties i think we will throw more parties yes because it was a lot of fun we have the best listeners we do like what other podcasts have listeners such that we're gonna party that hard you know what i mean like it's true like (laughs) i'm so proud of our listeners as a whole i'm yes um I lost my turn. On that note, <laughs> we also, like, the next, the, the thing is, though, like, after our look anniversary, like, we were not done, like, partying. No. We had to go to Tropicalia. We had to. <laughs> we had to. We had to go to Tropicalia and for listen, three hours. That was a hot mess, just getting to Tropicalia, just getting in there. We were only there for a couple hours. We were literally, we only saw Evie Queen, basically, and, like, a little bit of Café Tacuba. And that's about it. And that was enough to get us on a good buzz. Yeah. And shake our asses. Yes. And get cute pictures we got some cute pics um and yeah so thank you to the folks that brought us out to tropicalia and we we were brought out by the observatory yes of orange county yes so thank you thank you to the folks over there for having us yeah and then we had to dip early dip early drive from long beach out to Boyle heights oh my god we were booking it, too. We were, we were booking it. We, like, we stopped at Jack in the Box. <laughs> real quick. A real quick. On the way over here. Um, changed and then in the car. Changed in the car. And then we came and hosted such a beautiful event for Jessica Salgado for her second release of Corazon. It was really fun. Yes. It was a whole lot of fun. Yeah. It was great. Um, so thank you to everyone who came to the, that book release. To that book release. Here yeah. at Espacio 1839. It was amazing. It was a lot of fun. It was packed also. That was a packed event. Lots of great questions. Mm-hmm. So we were, oh my God, I'm tired. Just reliving everything. Right, recapping. It was a week. It really it was, was a week. such a week. It was a week. But it was fun. It was so we much fun. Done. We also, we were so proud of ourselves because we had everything planned for the party. Like, before the party you get me like right. we were running around the day of <laughs> no and everything and i will say that that was all possible because of mala mala did a lot of the errand running my pleasure picking up the boas i love shit like that getting the decorations doing all of that spray that painting the spray pina, painting our pink pina we got our nails done yes, with our decals did. from Cha-Cha Covers. Thank you, Cha-Cha Covers. Thank you. Check her out. We she got our logo. Really great yeah. decals. And we ordered our hats. We, we ordered picked up our, our hats. hats. We have merch now. We have a lot of merch. Well, we have some merch. We have some merch. We have a little bit of merch. We're gonna be we're gonna be selling some more, ordering some more in the near future. But like, I love probably our hats. when you're listening to this, we'll have already enough. Right. <laughs> I love our hats so much. They're so cute. I They're so in my car, cute. By the way. Oh yay! Oh okay. Thanks. Yes. Okay. Anyway. So thank you for all the thank support you. and all the love and for rocking with us it's been amazing also one more announcement a future announcement we have an event coming up oh yes it's going to be november 28th at pitzer college we will be doing a q a panel with their latinx student union they're hosting us they're bringing they're bringing us out so we're really excited so that will be tuesday november 28th at 7 p.m at pitzer college come out for that come out we'll post a flyer next week or when you're listening to this that's going to be a good event. Yes. I'm excited, I'm excited. To, go to Claremont. Yes. Claremont colleges are good. Oh, They're yeah. Dope. Ooh, ooh. Yes. So, I think we're 
about the time to talk about the theme of the podcast, yes. this capitulo, and then maybe take a, a, a song break? Yes. So we have been wanting to do this for a while. Capitulo for a while. Yeah. So really what we want to talk about today is revenge narratives. Survivor revenge narratives in music. In music. Specifically in music and art. In pop music. In pop music. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just like a really important theme, right? Like yeah. You see, like we have been inundated by all these different men in Hollywood that have been sexually assaulting everybody, basically. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. actresses, writers, people like behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, we've already talked about that in another capítulo. Um, and it's just like, okay, well, all this terrible shit happens to these women, to these queer folks. Well, and then what? And then what? We know that the, the justice, the quote, justice system, like, doesn't serve anybody. Exactly. There's never any justice. So what happens? What happens? What is justice? What is a consequence, mm-hmm. you know, when sexual assault is basically the easiest crime and the easiest violence to get away with. To get with. away with, absolutely. It's, it's, it's virtually unpunished. And even with all of the, you know, the sexual assault coming out of Hollywood, I doubt if we're going to see any criminal charges being yeah. pressed to, really against any of these men. Right. They're talking about investigations and talking about looking into things, but I really highly, mm-hmm. highly, highly doubt that even one of them is yeah. going to face prosecution. I mean, aside from, like, quote, loss of like maybe representation from like an agent or maybe like a production company like I also don't anticipate any nope. any further anything further right no. and we know these people have their cushion they have fucking money a lot of you money you know so what re- what is the real consequence when especially when it's people men in power they will be fine exactly to be honest so as always we like to censor survivors so what we want to talk about is like well what happens when survivors take revenge take justice into their own hands absolutely and we know in the real world, right, like in our da- in our daily lives, that there is a history of criminalizing survivors, yes. right? This this notion that women and survivors of sexual violence that we really have no selves to defend. Mm-hmm. That's why you see such high rates of domestic violence survivors and and sexual trauma survivors incarcerated. Yes. So many women in prison, a majority of women in prison, mm-hmm. are survivors of sexual or interpersonal trauma. Mm-hmm. So rapists and pedophiles it's difficult to get them to Mm -hmm. face consequences but when women try to defend ourselves in real life we get punished for it right so we have this sort of genre of music and a film that i think is pretty small Mm -hmm. i think that it could be bigger but you have these themes of women taking revenge revenge songs right against the men who hurt them in however way they've been hurt right so i think we'll do a song break now yes a good song it is such a good song it's so good i mean rihanna can do no wrong bad gal can do no wrong no I she agree. never could i agree and this song um i think it's such a powerful song because i think it shows a lot of the complexities yeah. right totally. of responding to something like a trauma like a violence and mm-hmm. i think that in the context of this song given the lyrics in the video mm-hmm. what's happening is rihanna is singing about what she did after a man sexually assaulted her. Right. Right. And she shot him. She yeah. killed him. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think, like you said, like the complexities of when trauma happens to you and it's like someone within your community as mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. you don't really know how to respond. Right. Like, well, you want to get your revenge. And at the same time, like how she says, this could have been somebody's son. Right. right. So kind of. He was like somebody's this, son. Exactly. So like this guilt maybe that is tied to seeking revenge right but yeah. at the same time having all this trauma and all this harm caused to you so then what do you do exactly exactly and i think it's really interesting because i think that when there are images 
um, and stories of women uh, responding, defending themselves, using physical force, using mm-hmm. violence, using weapons, that we're not allowed self-defense, no. right? Women are criminalized, we're talked down on, we're told that we're overreacting if we respond to violence with physical self-defense, right? However, there's also this huge culture in the United States of this idea of the stand your ground law and all these men are so like so you know like obsessed with this notion that they should have guns to protect their property and everyone is in the right if you kill somebody in defense of your property Mm -hmm. in your home Mm -hmm. but if when women if we respond with physical force to protect our bodies it's illegal it's criminal right right right. so then women especially women of color are the ones that are criminalized right so so what kind of justice is there what justice is there and she talks about that in the song she Mm -hmm. says right like this could have been somebody's son. Now I'm a criminal. Yeah. I shot him. But she's also a survivor. She's, she survived that situation. She survived that assault. Right? right. Right. But her actions will inevitably be seen as bad. Be right. Be seen as criminal. And make her a criminal. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Goddamn. And, you know, I think it's interesting, too, because I also think that there's always this notion that survivors have this this intention of destroying a man's life mm-hmm. and ending, in, ending this person's life when survivors bring up or disclose sexual violence, right? But it's sort of like this song also kind of gets at that idea, right? Like, you know, I needed to defend myself, but I didn't mean to hurt him. Right. And I hear that more often than not from survivors. Survivors, generally speaking, on the day-to-day in real life, are not out here vindictively saying, I want to destroy this person, Mm -hmm. I want to end this person, I want to ruin this person. That's not my experience. What I hear is, I want them to do better. I just want them to not hurt me. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think this also gets at that really complex part of survivorhood that we don't always talk about and get to see. That survivors are often very empathetic Mm -hmm. towards abusers and the people who have harmed us. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and you can even, like, when if you think about the Brock Turner case, right? Yeah. From Stanford not that happened maybe a year ago right or everything came to light maybe in the past year at least it was covered by the media in the past year maybe two years Mm -hmm. um and that was like what the judge said like gave him a short sentence like well he has such a promising future yep why are we gonna ruin it basically although who gives a fuck about the trauma that this woman went through this young college student went through right and i think part of what's so powerful about this song is like she killed him the idea of his future is no longer in question we're not Mm going to focus on his fucking future who Mm -hmm. gives a shit Mm -hmm. it's not even in the picture anymore Mm -hmm. it's not not even in in question so for me that's what also makes this a really great like survivor narrative and and revenge narrative is we're not centering his future which is what we always do in cases of violence against women right so we're gonna center her we're gonna send she's centering herself right so now what happens to me Exactly, exactly. Now that she's taken her mm-hmm. safety into her own hands. Mm-hmm. So that's that escapism, right? When you don't get justice in real life, we're going to turn it into art and we're going to express it, those desires through music yeah. and film. Absolutely. So that's our first song, that's Man our Down. First song. Yeah. So I think for our next song, we're just going to play like a little bit of a portion of it. Um, and this one is Bust Your Windows by Jasmine Sullivan. By Jasmine Sullivan. And this is a genre of, like, revenge yes. music that I love, which is all about destroying his property. Mm-hmm. Fuck his shit up. Yep. There's a lot of music about destroying homeboy's car, mm-hmm. destroying his shoes, destroying his, his, you know, material possessions. Yeah. So here it is. Jasmine Sullivan, Bust Your Windows. Orcasteras Peligrosas. Song. That is such a good song. I effing love that yeah, song. Yeah, that's that a is, great song. So that is just like revenge from when you when you catch your man cheating on you. 
Yep. What do you do? You bust the windows to his car. Yep. And again, I think that this is so great because I think in real life, even like me, I love even just the idea of like when a man cheats on you, your partner cheats on you. I think especially when it happens more than once, Mm -hmm. when it becomes like serial cheating, that's just so emotionally abusive. It really is. And especially when you are having sex with that person and now they're having sex with these other people Mm. and you're not clued in, you know, I think that that's really abusive. Um, So for me, it's like, I think oftentimes men value their belongings more than they value the women in their lives. Yeah. And I think it's great to flip that and say, your belongings don't mean shit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ruin them. (laughs) And I hope that you feel devastated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And she's just like, don't, don't play with my feelings. Why are you doing this? Right? Et cetera, et cetera. You're not going to get away with it. No. And I love, like, even just thinking about it. Key his car. <laughs> slash his tires. Damn. You know, of course, acting on those things is one thing. And I'm not, right. like, encouraging anybody to right. go out and destroy <laughs> property and catch a charge and all that. Yeah, don't do that. But as far as escapism and thinking about it yeah. or singing about it or exactly. making art about it, mm-hmm. I think it's great. Yeah, no, I, I agree with it. you. And I think that's something, like, maybe we can relate to as women when we're dating right and something goes wrong we like we play these songs for a reason oh, right? Yeah. this is our escapism this is just like well let me imagine that i'm gonna fuck your shit up mm-hmm. as my revenge right even though i may not maybe i'm not going to actually i may not actually do it but let me let me fantasize about it exactly right? and there's like um so there's this song right bust, bust your windows at your car we were also uh, debating <laughs> about playing carrie underwood <laughs> we couldn't bring ourselves to do it <laughs> I love that's a good one. It's <laughs> a good Carrie one. Underwood. Yeah. No, that's a good one. She like that in that song she's talking about like how he's on this date, right? And she like knows everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. So she, before he cheats, fucking before he even leaves the bar, key his car, break his windows. Take a Louisville slugger to both headlights. Yep. In my dreams. It, it, I feel like I one day, one day I hope to destroy a man's property. I just want to know how it feels, you know? It just seems like it's, like, a really great feeling, like, right. a really great, great release. Yeah. That would actually be a really fun, like, if I were to create a theme park and we were to have rides and, like, simulations, you could, like, simulate destroying your ex-boyfriend's truck. That could be, like, its own attraction. That really could be. How fun. That would be fun. I can imagine that if, like, when you're angry, like, it feel it would feel really good to, like, hit something. Hell yeah. Like... Like, you know what I mean? Shatter some glass. Shatter some glass. Obviously, I don't mean hit somebody. Don't ever do that. I mean, like, hit something. Something. <laughs> a thing. A thing. thing, yeah. And then I, I love also, like, um, didn't didn't Lisa Left Eye notoriously, like, when her man cheated on her, like, set all of his shoes on fire in a bathtub and then, like, set his mansion on fire? I think that happened. That should happen. which one? Lisa Left Eye from... Um, oh, she did. She did. You know what I'm see, thinking See, of, this happens in real yeah. life. You know what I'm thinking about, too? Do you remember in that movie, Waiting to Exhale? Yes, Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Best scene. That is the best scene Let's when she, describe that she scene. sets all his shit on fire. He is cheating with a white woman. Oh. Right. First of all, why? how and why would you cheat on Angela Bassett? What? I know. I know. Second of all, where's your head? In the film, she takes all his shit, all his clothes from his closet, his, from their closet. His, his nice walk-in. His really nice walk-in closet. Puts it in like his Porsche or some sports car. Mm-hmm. Sets that shit ablaze. Beautiful scene. It's a great scene. That's an iconic fucking scene. I love that scene. You guys have seen it. Are you seen photos of it? Are you seen the the gif? <laughs> you see the gift we're being tweeted at. Yeah, we're being tweeted at right now. Shout out, so real quick, shout out to Elia Hernandez at Cabron Cabrona. This is on Twitter. This yeah. is on Twitter. I can't I can't really make out her handle, but Elia Hernandez, she was just here at Espacio and she was like waving at us oh super my excited. God! And we were trying to figure out who it was. <laughs> we knew it was a loca amor. But she just tweeted at us saying sorry for fangirling. Hey, mama. Hey, girl. If we weren't recording, we would have said hi to you. I know. We're just, we were already on the air. We're in the middle of something right yeah. now. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's an iconic scene. Angela Bassett. Um, I mean, these songs are iconic. There's also that movie. Um, there's a oh, Grindhouse. And uh, mm. freaking Rosario Dawson is in it. That, that stunt... 
woman, Zoe, Zoe Bell, who's Australian, and a couple other actresses are in this film, right, that Quentin Tarantino made. And, like, at the end, it's really great because there's this creepy guy who's, like, following them and terrorizing them. Mm-hmm. And these girls are, like, working on a movie. Mm-hmm. And at the end, they finally, like, get the best of him. And they, they, they fuck his shit up and they beat him, like, with a metal pipe and yes. they, like, kill him on the side of the road. Yes. And it's fabulous. I started having, I was shared with Mala, like, a few months ago, like, I think when I started, maybe around the time I started seeing my therapist and she shared to me that she, like, does dream analysis, that I started having these revenge dreams wow. where mm-hmm. men in my, like, well, not men in my life, but men in my dreams that I had never seen before, at least not consciously or that I'm aware of. They would, like, be harassing me in my dreams, but instead of, like, you know, maybe just ignoring it or walking away, I would actually fight back. Ah. So I was having these revenge dreams where I would be, like, yelling, like, loudly yelling at these men saying, like, leave me alone, or I'd physically be, like, fighting back. Amazing. Amazing, right? So I started having, like, all these different dreams about, like, you know some femme revenge femme revenge and giving them what they deserve exactly and I think that's so much of it is like I want to imagine what it would really be like to give you what you deserve right for harming me and making me uncomfortable as yeah. a self-defense instructor I love that shit yeah I want a world where we can fight back yeah. we're empowered to fight back we're not going to be punished for it I want to be able to have music and and movies mm-hmm. and images where I can feel that taking yeah. our power back you know Absolutely. A few, like, months ago, someone that I, like, was, like, appalled because somebody that, well, the the person, the man that sexually assaulted me sent me a friend request. (gasps) And I was just, like, sitting in my car on Facebook. Oh, my God. I see this request, and I, like, fucking stopped me in my tracks. And I was like, what the fuck? That's fucked up. It was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. And I had no idea what to do. And of course, I mean, obviously I just deleted it and like didn't really know what to do with myself. Right. But it was awful. So it's like, again, like taking your power back, right? Mm -hmm. So what do you do in those moments where it's like, fuck, this person is all the way in Peru. Like, I'm probably never going to see them ever again. But here they are finding me via social media. Wow. Wow. Right? It's like social media eliminates distance. It really does. It really does. So, in moments like those, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Yes. And if you need to engage, like, in that type of escapism and you need to imagine mm-hmm. what it would be like to exact your revenge. Exactly. Listen to some Rihanna. Listen to some Listen Brie. to some Jasmine Sullivan. Listen to some Beyonce. Yes. Let's do it. Let's so, do it. we have one more song. Well, we have a few more songs. We have two more songs. Two more songs. <laughs> but this one, we especially wanted to bring because it's a different type of revenge. Yes. And we also just saw Evie Queen at Tropicalia. And uh, she, fuck, is my queen. She killed that shit. She killed it. She I was, was everything. I was like, wait, this isn't the Evie Queen concert? Because her set was so, like, maybe, like, 20, 30 minutes. And it I was, was like, good. I was like, hold on. And she killed it, too. She, she can killed really it. perform. And you know what I loved? Because, obviously, she was in Long Beach. She knew her audience. Mm-hmm. So she did, like, a 10-second rendition of Si Una Vez by Selena. She did. She did, because she knows. She knows her audience. She even played Snoop Dogg because she, she was did. an LBC. Like, yes. she fucking knows. It was really fun. And the whole time, she was all about las mujeres. She kept saying, yo canto para las mujeres. The whole time. Consistently. I it was loved amazing. It. You know we live for that shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know we live for that Hell shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> so we wanted to bring this song by her, because like we said, it's it's a different form of revenge, and it's called La Vida Es Así by Evie Queen. Hope you enjoy it. Podcasteras Peligrosas. love that song because basically she's saying like she finds out that her man is like cheating on her with somebody else mm. but she's singing to the girl and she's like aquí está el detalle en la cama no vale Ooh. he's not even put in bed <laughs> thank you for setting me free 
I'm gonna go off with this better man que me consiente y me trata bien. Exactly. I love it. So it's a different type of revenge, right? It's when, a different type of when revenge. When the man escoja la otra y se queda con él, when he stays with the other woman, mm -hmm. right? I hope you get what you were looking for, sweetie pie, yep. honey bunch. Yep. Sometimes that is the best revenge, exactly. is walking away from the situation. Walking away. Freeing yourself. Walking away, feeling better. The glow up happens. Your life turns around. Mm -hmm. I can speak from experience. Mm -hmm. Finally walking away. We finally, both can. Finally things ending and like, wow. You know, Mala and I were talking about the other day, like how 2017 was shit. Yep. However, the podcast has been fucking amazing right so many things have been great things have been happening so even though it's good perspective right even though some things have been really difficult right in our own lives yeah yeah as a unit things have been great oh my god as a podcast <laughs> things are just going swimmingly yes we couldn't be happier no we could not be happier but you know what i think that that's something that you know i think i think for a lot of women that's real that's like, real right like personal life is like crazy and fucked up yeah, and up and yeah. down and and uncertain but the professional side of things or the passion side of things and the work side of things we pour ourselves into this other stuff right. our other outlets well it's kind of like well you don't have this person that's like why aren't you spending time with me yeah. why are you so busy oh god why are you committing so much time to your friends why you I know why don't you make space for me mm -hmm. blah, blah 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 well it's like well i'm working on my personal project right i'm working right. on my work my brand exactly. my future mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm and making it, i'm investing in myself yes and it, i think it takes a really secure partner to like not mix up the two right to understand to be able to separate it to relinquish control yes you have to be able to relinquish control. they're out there my boo my boo like today he was like he was like um he was like what time do you have to leave and i was like oh i have to go get ready like i have to go record he was like can't you just show up and i was like no, no. i cannot just show up are you kidding me no <laughs> do you know what this is i was like no i cannot just show up and then he was like oh okay okay yeah you're right you're right i'm like this is my job and he's yeah. just like yeah you're right Recording right. days are very important They're very days. important days. We take recording days very seriously. Yeah. But no, and there's also, it reminds me, there's this meme that I've seen, and it's like something about learning how to take control of and redirect all of your, like, sexual energy yes. into your creative shit. Right. Instead of... Right. Into actual physical sex, which right. kind of sucks. But... However... However, I... The second that I saw that meme, I was like, wow, I never thought of that before. I can really choose to direct this energy mm -hmm. wherever I want to. Yeah. So I'm kind of working on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of working it on works. it. It works. So, yes, yes, Evie Queen, as always, giving us life, giving us music, right, to accompany our lives. Yes. Thank you, Evie Queen. We have another song. We have another song. <laughs> we have another song that is also a different form of revenge. Love this form of revenge. Listen, I was like, I was very love young it. when this song came up, and my mom would play the shit out of this song. I love that. Because she related. She knew. She knew. She knew. And me, I would sing along to it. So we're going to play it. It's an oldie but goodie. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is our last song. This is our last song. So should we say our goodbyes? Should we do Maybe. our closings? Hmm. Maybe we should play it and then... And then do it after? I know we had the opposite plan. Yeah. But I feel like we need to talk about the song. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you you're know right. What I, mean? I know we did have that plan. We did. Okay, change of plan. Podcasteras Peligrosas. Buggery. That is the fucking jam. You know what? Yes. Even as a child, like having no really real clue as to what she's talking about, I remember fucking singing along Same. to this shit and feeling it in my soul. I knew that that was my anthem as a little girl. Mm -hmm. I was like, give me some of that wealth. Yep. 
you know and now thinking about it I'm like oh I know why my mom was so into this song <laughs> it all makes sense now it all makes sense in retrospect yes let me tell you why I love this fucking song number one um, men still make more money than women yes our feminized labor is still devalued completely undervalued underpaid but we're overworked mm-hmm. so number one give your money to women give your money to women and then also like in relationships, the femme labor that is taken on, especially if you are with a mask presenting or a cis hetero man. Yep, yep, yep. The femme labor that goes into being in a relationship, the emotional labor, right? Just even like having sex yep. is a lot, right? Me and Mala were talking about this oh the God. other day. Like, like, do you ever <sighs> think about like if you have if you have sex with men, right? And think about that they are physically. Inside, inside of, your, inside body. of your body, like, like how do what, like why why? It's very invasive. It's very invasive. We're very exposed. We're very exposed. It's very vulnerable. In another capítulo, we're going to talk about this in detail and about yeah. health, especially health health for for women and especially like the cost. Yep. Of being, it's so expensive. Like when we really talk about the health related costs of being a woman who has sex with men. It's no, expensive. It's expensive. And it takes a toll on our physical bodies. Yeah, I can tell y'all, even today, like, back in August, I got an implant, so I'm, I'm on birth control. Right. And I've noticed, like, that my menstrual periods are longer, right? I've been breaking <coughs> out more than usual, right? So it's just like, okay, so I have this, all of this is supposed to keep me, like, quote, safe, right? And healthy. So from not getting pregnant mm-hmm. and not having a pregnancy right now that I don't want. However, there's all these physical manifestations in my body. Yep. You know? And what do these men get? Nothing. Nothing. Our birth control options are all very invasive. They're so invasive. I have the the implant, too. It's in my arm. And for those of you, and again, we'll do another capitolo, but just since we're sharing. Since we're sharing already. I have the the birth control implant in my arm, and getting it put in was easy enough, but it's literally a little tiny metal rod that they stick inside of your arm and, like, deep under there. So it's good for three years to remove it. They have to perform a small surgery, mm-hmm. and they have to open up your arm and get the thing out, yep. you know? And I'm sitting here thinking about this, and I'm like, wow, just so that I can have sex with these fuck-ass dudes, mm-hmm. I have to have this fucking implant inside my arm. What are the other alternatives? The IUD, which is inside of your uterus, yep. you know? It's all so invasive. Right. And then men can't even do the bare minimum of wearing a fucking condom. Are you fucking kidding me? It's exhausting. I'm furious. It's exhausting. <laughs> exhausting. Anyway, so hit him up style, right? Oh, yeah, so hit him up you style. You catch your man cheating. He's going buck wild. Wasting your time. Cash. Go to Neiman Marcus and spend all his hit money his and wallet. take your homegirls with you. Yes, hit his wallet. Yep. Hit his wallet. Um, there has been a really popular tweet going around. Yes, I was going to talk about it. that one too. Talk about it, talk about it. You talk about it. <laughs> okay, so there's this meme about like, don't go through your like. Don't go through your boyfriend's text messages. Instead, go to his cash app and send yourself some money. Go to his Venmo yep. and send yourself some money. That's fem revenge. That's yep. economic redistribution. Mm-hmm. That is that is equity, financial yes. equity. Yes. And I'm here for it. I don't feel bad about it. Give me your fucking wallet. No, I told my boo that I'm gonna start sending him a monthly girlfriend tax. Good. That's so, a good idea. Yes. On Venmo, I'm going to request oh, him. And he was just like, I'm going to deny it. And I'm like, well, then you're going to see what's going to happen. <laughs> because you're not paying the tax. Catch the consequences. You're not going to pay the tax so you don't get this ass. Hey, the ass tax. I love it. That's what I told him. I was like, it's going to be the booty tax. It's the booty tax. That's revolutionary. (laughs) Right? Charge your boyfriend. You heard it here first. Charge your boyfriend. But I cannot take full credit because I actually got this idea from a follower on Instagram. Uh Uh-oh. Our homegirl. We've talked about her before. Tiari? Yes, yes, yes. She posted uh, that she sent her her boyfriend, the father of her child, actually, a a girlfriend tax. Good. And he denied it. (gasps) And she said she posted a screenshot. <laughs> so I did not get this idea. However, I am implementing it into my relationship. This needs to become a movement. Yes, the booty tax. The booty tax. The girlfriend tax. I'm all here for it. Listen, just the cost of the makeup alone. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Let's not even talk about the nails. Yes. Let's not even talk about getting a new outfit to yep. like go out in. Yep. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, 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 no. That's justified. No, and I tell my boo because I, I ran out of makeup wipes at his house and I was like, can you pick some up? And he was like, well, I don't know which ones you like, so you should just buy them. And 
And I was like, the least you can do is buy me these makeup wipes to keep at your place. Exactly. Buy me the damn wipes. Just, just buy the fucking buy them. Shut the Figure fuck it out. Buy the damn wipes. <laughs> God, uh, I'm so frustrated for right? you. <laughs> no, but it was really great. But yes, I still think this girlfriend tax is a new thing. I agree. You know, already like men, they like to waste our time. They like to waste our money. They like to waste our youth. We don't get paid enough. <laughs> we don't get paid enough. You know, we don't get paid at all. We don't get paid at all. So as revenge, yeah, I think it's totally justified. Take his money. Pad yeah. your own wallets. Hit him where it really hurts. Mm-hmm. His gadgets, his t- toys, his car, and his wallet. Yes. Those are the places. Yes, I love it. So that's our that's our <laughs> advice for today. Go forth and prosper. Yeah, so um, we're, to finish out, in closing, we wanted to share with y'all a little story. So... We are back on Apple Podcasts. Oh, right? Lord, yes. Oh, my God. Speaking of revenge. Speaking of revenge. Femme revenge. God damn. Okay, so as you know, months ago, we were taken off of Apple Podcasts for whatever reason. And the thing is, Apple doesn't really tell you why. They no. just take it down and they send you a list. It could be one of these. And we looked at them. We're like, well, it could really be any of these, right? It could be all of them. <laughs> it could be all of them, right? It's pretty vague. It's pretty vague. pretty vague. One of them is like if the, your your image isn't the right size. And we knew that ours wasn't. So we were like, okay, maybe it was that. There are some odd details yeah. that they look for. They're very specific. So anyway, I have been working on this probably since July. Oh, yeah. Diosa has been at the helm of this battle. Yes. I have been fighting with she Apple. She has been. Literally. Yeah. So July we resubmit, and when you when you submit your your podcast to Apple, they send you like thank you for your submission. You're under review, right? We go under review, rejected. So I'm like okay. But then we were like, well, we need a new feed. So we're like okay, well we're gonna get on Audio Boom anyway. Mm-hmm. So we use that again. Nada. So and I don't even get a response at this point. Not even like a thank you, but no thank you. Ugh, right. Rude. So finally, I email them and I'm like, "Hey, like we have submitted. I I, ha- I haven't even received uh, like that. It's under review. I just want to check. Like, am I doing something wrong?" So they email me back and they're like, "Well, after reviewing your feed, like there's a lot of inappropriate language, which is like bitchware." So me and Mala are very upset, but me, you know, am like, "Okay, well, we need to get back on Apple. So we're gonna like, unfortunately, we're gonna have to handle this tactfully, even though I want to fucking go off on them." Of course. So we go and we edit out anything that says puta positive, anything that's sex positive, anything that says ho. Which is not even... Not even that money, like... No, and, and it's not, not that even bad. And then, to top it off, this is a rule. You cannot have anything that would be considered offensive to a child. They literally said that in an email. Yeah. Offensive to a small child. A small child. That you would not want a small child to hear. And I said, first of all, <laughs> why would a child be listening to a podcast? A small child. <laughs> first of all... <laughs> That is what I really want to know. They really said that shit. They literally said that shit an to email. me, and I was infuriated. So, of course, <laughs> me being me, I had to pull out all the receipts, and I did all of my research. And let me tell you, all of the inappropriate shit that is on Apple Podcasts. Name them. Okay, there is this, like, anti-slut-shaming podcast by women, so shout out to them. Shout However, to them. example example of A, they're also white women. Yes. Their podcast is called Guys We Fucked. What? Is what? that is that is that appropriate for a small child? I do not think that that is appropriate for a small child. I don't child. see them being taken off no. Apple Podcasts. And you know those men, you know fucking Charlemagne has his show Brilliant Idiots. Well, Idiots is offensive to me. Is it not? Right? Can it not be offensive? We we saw another podcast that shout out to you guys who followed us recently, but I think you're called like the Bitch Face Podcast. Oh yes, also on Apple. So we're being told that we can't have like bullshit in the title or we can't mm-hmm. self censor. Yeah. But then all these other ones come so, up. So what we did was we took out everything that said like we already said like puta positive ho, and then we go and we're like you know what las mamis admitting bullshit is the problem. So what we do like any person that sees all these examples. We put the little asterisks, right? Yes. That was not enough. So even though we put the asterisks, I resubmitted and I was in contact with them. And they said, we still see it. Here's a screenshot. Here's it highlighted. And what was it? Las mamis of meten bullshit, even with the asterisks. That is some bullshit. So we're like, you know what? We're going to swallow this one. We're going to just deal with it. We fucking take out anything that says bullshit. Mommies of meten bullshit. In our in any of our descriptions, in our subtitle, whatever, we take it out. 
finally they're like okay your podcast has been re-approved please allow 24 hours for it to be to appear in the itunes store okay it was 24 hours and nothing and a few days later nothing they really did not want to put a two weeks passed by and still nothing so finally i emailed them a millionth time and i'm like hey you said that it was re-approved it's been almost two weeks what what is going on right right and very nicely because the thing is when you work with them it's not the same person that replies sure so very nicely this person replies and it's like oh i'm so sorry i'm refreshing it manually right now please allow another 24 hours finally three hours later it was finally back on apple podcast so victory when we tell you we had to fight like literally we did the most to get back on apple Diosa got us back on. Thank oh, you for doing that. Yes, of she course. She took up the fight and she got us back. I really did. And I did it like really specifically for Locamores because a lot of you, even on, on just on random posts, you all would comment, when are you going to be back on Apple? Mm-hmm. Are you on Apple? I can't find you. So I was like, all right, this is obviously, we know that Apple is like a big platform where folks listen to their pod. It's where I listen to my podcast too. So I totally get it. We're back on. Thank you, fucking goddesses. Thank goddesses. Yeah. So, and we even thought about, like, is Apple <laughs> censoring us? Are we going to have to do an expose exactly. on Apple? Is this femphobia? Is this racism? We what were wondering. It? We were like, is this femphobia? Like, is this, like, because we talk about sexual assault and rape? And that was also a question. I was like, is this because we talk about sexual assault and rape? And right. I shake. I sent them screenshots of podcasts that talk about sexual assault and rape. So it just didn't make any sense. Right. It seems that they were super strict with us and really not strict with many others. No. And it doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't make sense. We don't get it. Even Mala and I were even like, do any of our exes work at Apple? <laughs> we, were, uh, we were really trying to rack our brains. Like, did I sleep with anyone who yeah. works at Apple we now? Like, like, who's <laughs> mad at us at Apple? Like, it, it felt so personal. Yeah, like, who does not want us yeah. on Apple Podcasts? It was awful. I hope that we're still on Apple after this episode. <laughs> and if anyone from Apple is listening right now, that was some trife shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It that was. was some fucked up shit. It was. A small child. A small child. We should be able... We should not have had to edit any of that stuff out. I completely agree. Any of the cussing. And it was not even bad. No. Like, compared to other podcasts? No. 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 But anyways. Anyway. We're back. We're happy to be back on Apple. It took forever, but it was... Well, no, it was not worth the wait, but... <laughs> but it was worth it doing it for our listeners that, like, really wanted us back to listen. Like, that is their primary place of listening. So, shout out to y'all. We did the work. We do all this for y'all. Yes, because we love you. We love y'all. Um, and so that's it. Stay connected with us via um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, hashtag Locatora Radio, hashtag Bronco Hour, hashtag Radio Novela. You know the hashtag. You know all of them. You know the hashtag. Tweet at us. Let us know what you think. Have you ever, have you ever taken revenge on an ex boo <gasps> on a former partner? Ooh, fem revenge story. Let us know. We'll do a little text post to y'all. Revenge can, tales. Can let us know. I'm excited. I'm sure there's some good ones out there. I'm sure. I have never... I've never thought about it, but now I'm thinking like, hmm, what would I have done? I think that my best revenge has just been walking away. Right, same here. Living, living your best life. Post taking your time back, reclaiming your time, reclaiming your time, reclaiming your body, reclaiming your body. Reclaiming you know what I did? Time. I had an exit. Like told me I couldn't cut my hair and I couldn't get tattoos. What the fuck did I do when I broke up with them? Cut that hair off. I cut my hair off get and tatted. I got a tattoo. Oh yeah, live your best life. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're gonna leave you just with with a little bit more of Blue Cantrell that yes. we left off on. And until next time, besitos! If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause.
Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. There are choices that can change your life. Like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45. It's one of the most common cancers for women and men, and it doesn't always have symptoms. But there's good news. Routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it. And there's even better news. You have screening options. Make the choice to put your health first. Talk to your doctor about your screening options. Or visit cdc.gov screenforlife for more information.